temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. It's the best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio that you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Art Basil Day, and no worries, we will get to traffic coverage in just a little while. Also, going to get to the Joe Rose Show. Got some gold bear love for fellow Cal alum running back Patrick Laird. He's been toting the ball for the Dolphins mean lately. Got to like that, and you will. Dan Lebetard also going to be getting some celebrity prognostication from Jim Brockmeyer. And then Hawk and Crowder celebrating anniversary day. My man, Channing Crowder, 10th anniversary of intercepting Tom Brady. His only interception in the NFL, to which I say that's one more interception than I will ever have. So congratulations to Channing Crowder. Plus, got those Hawkman highlights and Crowder crowd pleasers. One thing I do have, though. I have some headlines for you. Goran Dragic is out, and Justice Winslow is questionable for tonight's Heat game against the Wizards. Tip is at 8. The Pac-12 championship game is tonight at 8 between Oregon and Utah. The Canes await a bowl bid. Tua Tagovailoa says it would be hard to pass up being a top-10 draft pick, but has not made any commitments on his future. The Bears down the Cowboys last night, 31-24, while the Dolphins look to win two in a row Sunday when they do battle with the Jets in New York at 1. Game 3 of the Panthers' nine-game homestand takes place tomorrow night at 7 when they take on the Blue Jackets. Pre-game starts at 6.30 here on 560 The Joe. St. Thomas Aquinas linebacker Derek Wingo has been named Gatorade Florida Player of the Year. Wingo is a 2020 commit to Florida. And now, let's take a step into the day spa. <sighs> an unusual type of African fish has been found to have the ability to produce an entire new species when it mates. If I were a fish, I know where I'd go for spring break. West Virginia police spent a part of yesterday afternoon chasing down a loose chicken in a strip mall parking lot. Why'd the chicken cross the road? To elude police. A Memphis woman recently became irate and pointed a gun at McDonald's employees after receiving ketchup instead of a jelly with her food order. This goes to show you that you can't put ketchup on everything. Now on the weather brought to you by Hylia Park. Tonight's forecast is clear with temperatures dropping into the 60s. We'll see you at Champion Simulcast Center and Sports Bar at Hylia Park on Sunday, January 12th for the National Horse Players Championship Qualifier. There's $10,000 in prize money up for grabs, and the winner earns a seat in the Las Vegas Finals. Register now at Hylia Park. Once again, we will get to traffic in just a little bit. I know it's pressing. Gia will make it happen, but first, Joe Rose talking with Dolphins running back Patrick Laird this morning. They have some Golden Bear love because they both went to Cal. Also, Patrick Laird tells us what it's like to tote the rock for the Dolphins, scoring a touchdown on his girlfriend's birthday, which takes the most importance, being a four-down back, Fitzmagic fun, and getting high on the hill. Joe, you got a little extra pep in your step today. Is that because we're bringing on one of your... Uh... We, first of all, we haven't had a lot of uh, Golden Bears back here. Right, As you know, through the years. Right, right, I don't right. know if I messed up Shula or something. And, but we haven't had a lot of guys from Cal 
So we get this guy, mm-hmm. and uh, and here he is now, starting at running back for the Miami Dolphins. Patrick Laird, how you doing this morning, man? I'm doing well. How you guys doing? We're doing great, man. We were just uh, talking about you not too long ago. You were, were trying to make the team as a fourth or fifth running back, and now due to injury, trade, and releases, here you are getting a lot of playing time. What's that been like, that adjustment to being back there now? It's awesome. It's, it's great to get the opportunities on Sundays. But really for me, in my like day-to-day, week-to-week routine and process, it's been pretty similar. Not too much has changed for me. I just I wake up on Monday and I'm a little bit more sore. It's a great answer. Answer, Patrick. That's a great answer. Hey, I got to ask you this. Uh, you know, throughout the season, obviously, did I read that your your nickname is the intern? Did, is that what I read at the facility? Yeah, that's one of my uh, one of my nicknames at the facility. Can we can we dive into that for a second? What, what, how the hell yeah, did how you did get that the happen? name the intern? Yeah. So it's a funny story. I think I, it's during training camp. I go into the the meal room or the cafeteria area. There wasn't anyone else in there except for uh, one of the operations guys I knew, and then he was sitting with some of the operations interns that are there during training camp. So I sit down with them, just eating dinner, and I start talking to these guys. I'm asking them a question. Um, I think most of them were undergrad, so I'm asking about school, what they're studying. And about 10 minutes later, one of them looks at me and he goes, so what do you do here? And I, th- I thought that story was pretty funny. And so at, at uh, some point during training camp, they have the rookies come down in front of the team and tell a joke or sing a song or tell a story. So I told that story. And the team thought it was pretty funny. And uh, from then on, some of the Offensive coaches would call me the intern. That's that's pretty good. All right, right, so you get in the end zone, man. That moment by yourself after you realize you just scored your first NFL touchdown. What was going through your mind as you're standing there by yourself? I, I wasn't really processing it at the time. I, I was still trying to win the game. Uh, we said I had to go back out there, get the two-point conversion, and then uh, obviously finish out the game. Reflecting on it after the fact, I mean, it's, it's a pretty cool thing. It's, I don't know. I just, I don't know how many people would have ever thought I'd score an NFL touchdown. So I'm, I'm pretty stoked about that. But I'm also extremely happy to continue to play the game and ready for the Jets this Sunday. Yeah, no, And good stuff. And by the way, uh, apparently, and I didn't know this because we were trying to get you, it was your – your girlfriend's birthday. Boy, that was a good – did you hand her the, the football that night or what did you do at dinner that night? <laughs> we, uh, we, yeah, we went out to dinner with her. Her parents were actually in town, so we went out to dinner with her parents, and she had a friend come in too, so she wasn't alone during the game. Yeah, no, it was a really cool, really cool moment. So it was, it was kind of funny. We tried to, like, balance. Like, I was getting a lot of congratulations texts after the game, but I was trying to just focus on the rest of Sunday, just kind of being about her celebrating her birthday. Yeah, Patrick, I was about to say, a little selfish of you to take away all the steam on her birthday. <laughs> Hey, man. Could have waited one more week yeah. or the week before to score that first touchdown yeah, to take a little of that man. steam away yeah. with a girlfriend's birthday. That had to be cool. Did, did, her, did her parents, were they were they all over you about the touchdown that day at dinner, or was it still about the girlfriend's birthday a lot? No, we, we were all focused on my girlfriend, Bryce. Okay, smart move. Smart yeah, move. that's yeah. a good move. Yeah. By the way, who had to pick that tab up that night now that you're making a little bit more money than you were a cow? <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll, we'll keep that one a secret. <laughs> uh, uh, well all right, that, that, that's fair enough. Hey, by the way, you know uh, – uh, the coach, when he talks about you, you're blocking and picking up blitzes, playing on special teams, coming out of the backfield. First thing we got to see you do what was catch the football going back to that Colts game. Talk about all the different things. I was surprised, and then I look it up. You averaged 48 catches a season when you were at Cal in the last two years. So you feel comfortable going one-on-one against linebackers, huh? Yeah, no, I, lo- I love getting out of the backfield, catching the ball. Um, 
Um, I played receiver for a year at Cal, actually, so that's kind of where I developed my hands and my route running, so I think that, that ended up paying off. You know, whatever I can do, there's this term called the four-down back where you can run the ball, block and pass pro, catch the ball, and then stay on the field for special teams, and that's uh, something I want to do in my career. I want to be a four-down back. The role that I have on this team, and I'm, I'm willing to do it, and I, I really enjoy it. Patrick, the other story we've had fun with is Ryan Fitzpatrick, who's just looks like he's having a blast. I mean, things for him, like he's openly said, I think I'm playing great. I love being around all these guys, trying to find a way to win games. And what's it like being back there in the shotgun when you got a 37-year-old quarterback standing next to you? Yeah, well, I think I keep him young. I'm actually closer in age to his oldest son than I am to him. <laughs> and so it's always fun to give him some of those uh, old guy jokes. But, no, he's a, he's an incredible teammate, great leader, obviously knows the, the game of football, you know, really well, or, you know, yeah, he, he knows the, the, the game really well, and he passes that knowledge on to the rest of the teammates, and he's fun to play with, too. He's a, he's a competitor. Uh, he keeps it lighthearted, so he, he, he's a fun guy to play with. He just seems like he keeps everybody loose, but everybody just really rallies behind him. When he runs in for those touchdowns and runs over a defensive back to, to get in there, or try to get in there, it just seems like it just gets the whole team, including the bench, all fired up. Does it feel that way a little bit with this guy? Yeah, so I saw him lower his shoulder last Sunday, and I said, I got back to the huddle, I was like, I like it, Fitz. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And then, I think it was his birthday two weeks ago, and he was the leading rusher. I said, hey, you got a little birthday present from the running backs. You're the leading rusher on a Sunday, and he said, "Uh, no, I don't don't ever want to do that again. So, um, you know, we're trying to get the run game going, but yeah, no, Fitz is an incredible competitor, and that's why you see him get out of the pocket, probably show more athleticism than people give him credit for and then he gets in the end zone. And that's, I think everyone's super stoked to see that. That's all we talk about here when we come in on a Monday morning, and that's all Joe talks about is the fact that Ryan is the leader of this team. When Ryan's out there before the game, there's guys around him. After the game in the locker room, there's guys around him. He just brings that extra little something to the locker room, and he walks around with swagger, too, for an old guy, walking around a locker room full of guys. It, it's it's amazing what I see from the outside looking in on Ryan Fitzpatrick, but he's like that way with everybody on the team, right? It's not just an offensive thing. The defensive guys kind of huddle around him also. Yeah, I think he- He's just, he's just great personality. He's gregarious. He can strike up a conversation with anyone. Yeah, so, I, you know, teammates always enjoy having guys like that. Obviously, when you play well on Sundays and you compete hard, teammates recognize it. It's just a fun fun person to play with. And we have a lot of guys on our team like that. And I think that's why, you know, we'll, we'll, we surprise people sometimes with these wins because we play together when it, when things don't go our way. Yeah, so hopefully we can continue on that trend and um, continue to get better. Hey, Patrick, real quickly. So, at some point, this football is going to be over, and, and you're a really, really smart dude. Um, we have nothing in common except the same school. So, I, I'm just curious, like, what do you want to do, man? I, I laugh about someday you're going to be a CEO of a company. What do you want to do? You ever thought about what you want to do life after football? You know, people ask me that, and I don't know why I get asked that question more than other guys, but I'm, I'm really enjoying playing football and I'm going to try to play as long as I can. You know, like you mentioned, at Cal, I just I met a, a ton of incredible people outside of the football world, so um, when I'm done playing, you know, I'll figure out what I'm going to do with some of those people, but right now, it's, it's all football for me. Hey, Patrick, real quickly, going back to Cal, I haven't been back to Berkeley for a while now and haven't had a chance to meet the latest coach and stuff. Is there still that strong smell around the stadium that's always been there, off the hill? Is it still <laughs> that same smell around? Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Up. You know what that smell is that I'm talking about. Don't act like you don't know. Uh, it, it comes up every once in a while. <laughs> you know what's funny is um, at, at, at 
Pac-12 media day going into my senior year. I sat down at lunch, and Herm Edwards was at the table that I was at, and he said the same exact thing to me. <laughs> I guess that smell back when Herm and I were there right. must have been a lot stronger. What they call? Yeah. What do they call the hill? Didn't they used to call it like Marijuana Hill, or they had some crazy name that the guys could get high and look into the tip of the uh, stadium up on top there? So it was kind of kind of crazy, Patrick. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think we have any nicknames anymore. I, I, I don't know the nicknames anymore. The official name is Tightwad Hill, right? Yeah, I, you're right. That's right. Oh, look at that. That's right, man. I can't get anything by this guy, no, man. come it's, on. It's good. Patrick, it's been great having you, man. Thank you so much. Congratulations on everything, and uh, good luck this week uh, against the Jets on the road, man. Looking forward to it. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, thank you. Strong smell coming off the hill in Berkeley, California. That is about perfect for an Art Basel weekend. In fact, I think when I get off work tonight here at the radio station, I'm going to go to the Heat game, then walk around Wynwood and take deep breaths and just enjoy the art. you got to enjoy the Dan Lebitard show. He's on weekdays from 10 to 1 right here on 560 The Joe. Earlier, he had a doozy of one. Here's kind of a little taste. <laughs> And now, it is time for Celebrity Prognosticator. Let's win some money. That was depressing. It was like watching competitive elderly abuse. You'll want to hear the whole thing next. Plus, got traffic for you, not me, Gia. The best of the Joe Show. It's the best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. Hi, I'm Dan Day, and as promised, delivered on traffic, and I also promised I wouldn't be the one delivering it because I am no good with traffic. I've never cared about traffic. I just get stuck in it, then I start caring about it. So there's the traffic update. Hopefully you are stuck in it, but you're having a good time enjoying this fine radio show. Happy birthday to former REM member Peter Buck turned 63 years old today. R.E.M., one of the few bands I almost believe when they say they're never going to get back together that they might not actually get back together. It's like them, Led Zeppelin, and Rush. And I say almost believe because bands swear up and down, sign contracts, and never get back together, and they get back together. So I almost believe them, but I'm not 100% in there. Nonetheless, happy birthday to Peter Buck. Speaking of birthdays, anniversaries, celebrations, Channing Crowder had a big anniversary today. In just a little bit, we'll get to that with the Hawk and Crowder show. But right now, i got to get to some Dan Lebetard. He and his merry minstrel of men caught up with celebrity prognosticator Jim Brockmeyer. They did some prognosticating. Sounds dirty, but it's not. Talked about the Mets problems and key in cars. So season four of Brockmeyer is set for April of 2020. You can catch up on Brockmeyer on the IFC app, ifc.com, or you can binge it on Hulu. This is something we've been doing here for three years now against Colin Cowherd, where we just get a bunch of random celebrities and pick games. And when they win that week over Colin Cowherd against the spread, we bring them back. We won one year against Cowherd. We've lost two years against Cowherd. And it's all meant to prove that nobody knows anything. Brockmeyer hasn't been exactly good. But he's been better than Colin Cowherd the last couple of weeks. That's good enough. So uh, Colin Cowherd is 500 on the season. He's Eli Manning. Brockmeyer has now gotten us to 29-35-1. So we need to make up some ground here in the last couple of weeks of the season. So Brockmeyer is ready. As you may know, Stugatz, Brockmeyer is a huge, like you, a huge Mets fan. Yeah. 
you yesterday wouldn't shut up about how excited you are that in five years the Wilpons <laughs> are finally going to take their stranglehold off of that organization. There's some light at the end of the tunnel, Dan. So, Brock Meyer, how do you feel about yesterday's news? And thank you again for joining us. Well, my pleasure, uh, Dan Levitard, which is French for the Levitard. By the way, I don't know if you knew that. I but, did um, you, Okay, well, I'm just pointing it out. Uh, it's Hank Azaria, but my good, my dear friend Hank Azaria, who's a Mets fan. I'm much too smart to be a Mets fan, <laughs> but um, I can't believe that the Mets are getting. But what a week for the Mets! They lose Zach Wheeler to the Phillies of all people, and somehow this is still the best off season they have ever had. Uh, I'm a little worried, however. Will Ponds are still technically in charge for five more years, as you mentioned. Well, it's more than enough time for them to blow the whole thing up and give a 20 year contract to. Tim Tebow. So let's just wait and see what happens. Is your good friend Hank, is uh, is he crushed? Uh, was he crushed when uh, the Madoffs stole all the Mets money? It was bittersweet because bad things happening to the Wilpons is is, is, is a source of joy. But when it actually also hurts the Mets, that's right. So it was, it was like a, a zero-sum game. All right, let's do Celebrity Prognosticator here with Brock Meyer. Season 4 of Brock Meyer, April 2020. You can catch up on Brock Meyer on the IFC app ifc.com or you can binge it on hulu <laughs> and now it is time for celebrity prognosticator let's win some money so we've got baltimore at buffalo buffalo is plus six at home uh, who does Brockmeyer have well, i gotta admit to dan like most people i rarely think about the bill unless there's a video going around of one of their fans at the tailgate cow driving somebody through a flaming patio table but uh, <laughs> suddenly they are nine and three they're nine and three that is impressive yes. i mean i don't have lead faith in them uh, they're still the bills feels like at any minute they could do to their season what their drunken fans like to do to abandon lawn furniture or their own livers just absolutely destroy it so I'm going with the Ravens. Uh, <laughs> wait a minute. It sounded like you were making the argument for the Bills. A good argument. Then you go the other way. Indianapolis and Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay minus three. Who does Brockmeyer have? Well, it, this is sad to say now, but I think the Colts are going to do better now that uh, Adam Vinatieri won't be playing this Sunday. I don't know exactly what his medical issue is. I assume that the doctor put his leg in the old person detector, and the thing said it was old, so he's out. <laughs> now, to me, it is for the best, though. Seeing him have all those field goals blocked last week, that was depressing. It was like watching competitive elderly abuse. So I think the Colts will pull this one out. I like the Colts. It did. It made me sad. Did it make you sad, Stugatz? Of course it did. Yeah, legend. San Francisco at New Orleans. New Orleans, a two-and-a-half-point favorite at home. Who you got? Saints uh, have not faced a defense as good as the Niners this year. I don't know if Drew Brees can handle this. I mean, Nick Bosa? That guy, he is he's a terrifying piece of beefcake, isn't he? Yes, he is. He <laughs> is. Like yes. should, I mean, he should not be tackling quarterbacks. He should be just fighting Captain America. I, I think Drew Brees is going to be destroyed by him. I like the Niners. All the Boses feel that way. The father Bosa, by the way, is uh, does he still own the strip club in Miami? Does he still own? It? I know he was a strip club empresario. Uh, empresario or a strip club? Put it on the poll, Guillermo. Are you a strip club empresario if you only only one strip club? Uh, uh, he may have more. I don't know. Tennessee at Oakland. Oakland plus two and a half. Who does Brockmeyer have? Well, technically, the Raiders could still make the playoffs in the same way that technically a gorilla could drive a car. <laughs> it is 
possible, but so many, so many, many things have to go right. Uh, the Raiders have looked so sloppy, so sloppy the last couple of weeks. I think this season is over for them. I think they're just getting ready for Las Vegas, where publicly embarrassing yourself, that's embedded in the culture. So I'm going, I'm going with the fight. Kansas City at New England. New England is minus three. Who do you have? Well, in my opinion, uh, Tom Brady yelling at his young receivers last week, that was not a good sign for the Patriots. Speaking of somebody who's angrily cussed at his fair share of 20-something-year-olds, I can tell you that doesn't work. They don't listen to you. Sometimes they key your car down, Levitards. I'm picking the Chiefs. Yes, are people still keying cars? Is that something that's still happening out there? <laughs> All right, yeah, listen, somebody keys my car weekly. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. <laughs> Confused? Good. That's what we aim to do sometimes here at 560 The Joe. Dan Lebitard is Dan the Man, and you can download his podcast along with this show's podcast or any of the podcasts that you hear on this radio station simply going to our website, wqam.com. You can also download the radio.com app or wherever you get your podcasts for absolutely free. And if you have any questions, you can hit me up any time of the day at Dan Day Radio on Twitter. Huckman and Crowder, great show today. Crowder celebrating a big anniversary, plus, as we always do on Fridays, Huckman highlights and Crowder crowd pleasers, and who knows what else next. Just keep it tuned to find out. This is the Best of the Joe Show. Welcome back to the Best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio that you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I'm Dan Day, and as promised, traffic, and as promised, not delivered by me. That's a very, very good thing. You can follow me on Twitter, though. That's a very, very good follow. At Dan Day Radio. Been having fun all day here at the radio station. Why? Not just because it's Friday. Not just because it's Art Basel. But because there's a heat game coming up in just a little bit. And I'm taking part in all of it. Been doing the radio thing. Getting off. Going to the heat game. Then I'm going to walk around Wynwood. Take some deep breaths. Take in some art. Maybe even stop by Jay Wakefield. Drink a couple craft beers. Won't you join me for the fun? Unless you're creepy and weird. In that case... Yeah, you can kind of have your own creepy, weird fun by yourself. But just keep listening and rocking out and having fun. That's what Hawk and Crowder basically do every single day when they're on 560 from 1 to 3. It was a Friday, but it is also a big anniversary for my man, Channing Crowder, who played for the Dolphins. Remember, the Dolphins are going to be playing the Jets this coming Sunday, 1 o'clock kickoff. Basically, turn on your radio, tune to us. All day, because we'll have the pregame, the postgame, the whole game. Chain and Crowder's on that pregame. So, let's get into what Hawk and Crowder were doing earlier today. Talking Art Basel, our Thursday night football, Channing's shining moment, and Alejandro Solana has his world-famous headlines. This is where Solana's in his element. Perreo Fridays brings it strong. I was looking at Solana's Instagram and his girlfriend's Instagram. They were out at some Art Basel events last night. He had on that raggedy-ass sweater. And uh, he had on that raggedy-ass sweater. And he's brought to you by raggedy-ass-sweaters.com, by the way. It's one of his uh, endorsements. If you want one of those sweaters, you go to raggedy-ass-sweaters.com. But, man, I was thinking as I was watching him, I was like, whew, I do not relish that life. He loves it. I'm not saying that he, like, he loves it. Art Basel events, raggedy-ass sweaters, the the whole scene, Winwood, Like, he loves it, and a lot of people love it. I, I literally, I looked at it on Instagram, and I was like, oh, my God, because I was on the couch watching Thursday Night Football, eating Cheez-It, extra toasty, mm. uh, drinking Coke Zero, and enjoying Thursday Night Football. 
and he's out doing his thing, loves it. But I, yeah, I just, I hate that lifestyle. I don't even know who won yesterday. No <laughs> sports for me this right. weekend. No, just fine. art, just culture, just yeah. you know, that's what I ooze. Yeah. Art and culture. Yeah. I call them weirdos. They're weirdos. That's what my wife said. Hey, Art Basel, we going down? So you going to hang with them weirdos? <laughs> that's so, like that Solana. It's a whole bunch of Solanas, and God bless them. It's obviously extremely popular. Oh, yeah. uh, they're doing Art Basel events right here in our building at the Citadel, and it's cool. Like you and I were walking around, walking and looking at the art. But like, I would dread all day long thinking about. Oh, I got to meet here at nine o'clock and I'm not going to be home till 5 a.m. and I have to feign interest in things that I'm not interested in and I'm wearing a raggedy ass sweater. Anyway, I'm going off on a tangent, but I don't know if you know what today is. I do. You do? Yeah, I saw it on Twitter. I surprise you with this every year. <laughs> Somebody spoiled it on Twitter. You know what? Because I was even texting with Solana last night while he was out and about on Art Basel wearing his raggedy-ass sweater. You never know what today is. I can't believe you know what today is. On the way to work, somebody tweeted out, this is the day 10 years ago that I guess, what was it, Carpenter hit the game-winning field goal and I had the ceiling intercepted. 10 years ago today. Channing Crowder intercepted Tom Brady to seal the victory for the Miami Dolphins. We celebrate it every year. (laughs) Cameron Wake on the field now, the pass rushing specialist. Going after him, got him, he got the football, but he picked off. Channing Crowder with an interception at the 38 yard line. And this football game is all but over. The Miami Dolphins have come from a 14-point deficit to beat the New England Patriots 22-21 here at Landshark Stadium. I like that, man. What a day. Hey, he made I, that dramatic. He told me. He's like, I'm going to make this like a movie trailer. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> I can't believe you knew what today was. You never know. I have this as a recurring calendar thing <laughs> on my iPhone. And every year it pops up the night before. Yeah, and then I uh, and I, I'm kind of sad because I believe next year it'll fall on a Saturday and the year after a Sunday. So we're gonna miss two years of the uh, although I do think it's a leap year next year, so that may throw things off. I don't think so. I think it might. No, it's just the date. Right, but the date would fall. No, it's the date. Like, it's the ninth or whatever. What is today? No, 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 no. But it might fall on a Saturday is what I'm saying. Oh, Today's the sixth. So oh. it falls on a Friday. Next year would fall on a Saturday. Oh, is that yeah. how it works? I think so. Man, he's teaching me something. I don't know, Salon. I, I literally may have made that up. I think you did. Isn't it? I, I mean, that's what happens with Thanksgiving, right? Every year. <laughs> if it falls on, like it fell on Thursday this year, so it'll fall on Friday next year. Oh, right. right. Uh-uh, uh-uh. No, 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 no. Like Christmas is the 25th, but I see. But no, you got a point now because you lose four days, so it moves a little bit. I'm with Christmas you. Christmas falls on a different day every year. I don't know if you're right, though. We have to do some research on this. It makes it, your concept does no, make I'm sense. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I'm right. I am. No, because here's the thing. Because Halloween falls on the 31st, it changes every year by one day every year. If you want a holiday on the same day every year, you have to dub it the last Thursday in November, like Thanksgiving. You can't have it on a specific date. December 6th. But I think because it's a leap year next year, it'll skip a day. Oh, somebody just texted in Sunday next year. So we'll miss uh, 
We'll miss next year because we won't be on the air. But the following year, the Monday, you'll never know. You'll never remember. It's a Sunday. I just looked it up. Play it one more time. We are celebrating Channing Crowders. This is honestly, I mean, to be able to go through life, we give uh, Channing some grief every now and then. To be able to go through life saying that you intercepted Tom Brady, who is still doing it at a high level. I can look at the last couple of weeks and say maybe not. But to to, to be able to say that you've intercepted Tom Brady to seal a victory for the Miami Dolphins, the only team that you ever played for in the NFL, like there's something special about it. And I believe uh, Solana encapsulated it very well. Cameron Wake on the field now, the pass rushing specialist. Going after him, got him! Oh, he got the football, but he picked up! Channing Crowder with an interception at the 38-yard line! And this football game is all but over! The Miami Dolphins have come from a 14-point deficit to beat the New England Patriots. 22-21 here at Landshark Stadium. Pretty cool. Yeah. Well, happy anniversary to you and happy anniversary to Dolphins fans. The Texas Texan, this play alone should get him in the Hall of Fame. I'll tell you this, don't call me until Zach Thomas is in. There you go. He has withdrawn his name from Hall of Fame consideration until Zach Thomas gets in. You tell me this man to my right is not magnanimous. I don't know if that's a compliment, but I'll ride with it. Would you agree, Solana, he is magnanimous? Magnanimous. What? Read it perfectly. High, low, double crossers. So is that what happened? You read it perfectly? Because oh. a lot of us think it, it was a misthrow and it ended up in your bread basket. If you go back and watch the game, I dropped one earlier in the game on the same play. Oh, so you knew. Yeah, it was. it's the craziest thing to say about that play. You can't let Tom Brady know who you're covering because he sees you looking at him. So you actually had to look at somebody else and wait to the last second to turn back and find Wes Walker on the crosser. And I did it earlier in the game, and it ended up it was a low throw, and I ended up dropping it. And then in the fourth quarter, they tried it again. Stop it. I swear. Cam Wake hit him. The ball oh. got launched up in the air. It fell right did into it your hands. It launched up in the air. I it watched lo- the play. It launched up in the air. We're celebrating his day. You're going to do this today, Solana? I don't know if you know what on a rope means, but when it's a straight shot, that's not a launch up in the air. Thank you. I Wake. think you're more of a basketball guy, so I'm going to let you get He's away with it. He's more of a raggedy-ass sweater guy. Let's be honest about it. Let's get the headlines with Alejandro. Andro Solana. We have a lot of stuff to get to today, including Matt Hawk, the uh, punter for the uh, Miami Dolphins, who, do you say, threw the touchdown pass? Because it wasn't a throw by the d- traditional definition of a throw. I think it's better than a throw. A no-look fadeaway touchdown? But it was, what was it? I, I can't wait to ask him. I want to know if that was his intended throwing style or if that was 100% fear. Fear. You think that was fear? As he ran away from the defenders? Like when they practiced it, do you think in practice he was throwing overhand the way that you would normally throw a football, or do you think it was always kind of a, a, a shovel pass? A throw. A throw. I do believe it was a throw. And we'll I find think out. I'm he interested. He saw those guys coming and said, oh, the hell There were three this? guys right on him. Yeah. I mean, right on him. And one of them was supposed to be covering Sanders. I'm, uh, I'm very curious if, uh, if that was his intended throwing mechanism. All right, let's get headlines here with Alejandro Solana. Thursday night football. 
A shocker. I'm just learning the Chicago Bears. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the Chicago Bears beat Is the it Dallas a shocker? Cowboys. Is it a shocker because Jen Figueroa picked Dallas minus three on this show? Is it really a shocker? She's awful, and we got a banner from the show. Who, Sorry. Who knew that Dallas was going to make Mitch Trubisky look like an all-pro? Dallas doesn't know how to tackle. No, they they're bad. They don't know how to tackle. That, that was Sean infuriating because we had money on Dallas. It was I, infuriating. I liked Sean Lee. Swear before last night. Sean Lee got on my nerves last night. He can't tackle. No. It was unbelievable. What else you got, Solana? That game, by the way, 31 to 24. Nice pick, Jen. Cowboys six and seven. The Chicago Bears in the hunt. Seven and six. They are in the hunt. And really, Dallas is still uh, fine. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. They're fine. The Miami Heat, they're 15 and six. They host Washington tonight. They're back at home, 8 p.m. Washington improved to seven and 13 last night. They beat Philadelphia 119 to 113. Heat, though, 10 point favorites at home. Tomorrow, the Florida Panthers are back on the ice. They host Columbus at the BBT Center. And then on Sunday, it's a back to back at the BBT. The host San Jose. San Jose. You gotta say all of it like that. Huh? I, I now when it comes to hockey, I feel <laughs> Pollo Tropical. Yeah, in that, San Jose. Yes. If you're getting tropi chops at Pollo Tropical, you have to say it that way. But if you're playing the San Jose Sharks in hockey, okay. yeah. Soccer, maybe. Then then I would say San Jose. Miami Dolphins in New York to face crazy eyes, Adam Gase and the New York Jets. The Dolphins are three and nine. The Jets four and eight. Jets, though, five point favorites. By the way, we'll get to our injury report later in the show, but no Dolphins player is on the injury report today. All 53 players are active. Ready to go. Well, if you were on the injury report, they shut you down or jettisoned you. Are you sure? Because there were Jackson, people on the injury report yesterday right. the day before. But Barry Jackson reported that all 53 players on the active roster will play or are available to play on Sunday. <laughs> I think Sunday. they got hacked. They saw what happened to McCain and Rashad Jones. <laughs> There's a dude with his spleen hanging out. I'm good, coach. We tape it up, baby. I'm Give good. me a little PT. Just a little PT. <laughs> Anything else? Oh. Yeah, and finally, The Irishman movie that came out on Netflix, Scorsese film, it was watched an estimated 17.1 million times, 17.1 million viewers in the first five days. Wow. Yeah, it's a a big-time movie release. I couldn't find my Netflix remote. (laughs) Well, it's not a special remote, is it? It is in my house because we have the— What do you have, like a little Netflix box? No, we have the crazy cable, the cool cable, and then we have the the TV remote with the Netflix button, and I can't find the remote. (laughs) I know it's 2019. I need a remote. Well, you probably can have the app on your phone. Most TVs, you can also use an app. Hey, man, take that easy now what okay. are you saying i'll take it easy <laughs> anything else Solana? you got weather or anything it's the black and red button on your phone black and red button <laughs> Go to hell. yeah i do have weather in the local hour 76 degrees currently in miami and sunny tonight the low will drop to 62 how many holiday thank you notes can one person print out we'll be thankful the canon megatank printers ink cartridges oh, I can that handle was part of your story i was gonna answer i didn't know that that was the ad i thought you were asking a question of us like a little jump off point well i mean how many holiday Holiday thank you notes can one person print out? I'd say 15. That's it. What kind of printer do you have? We'll be thankful the Canon Megatank <laughs> printers ink cartridges can handle 6,000 black pages. What? <laughs> and 7,700 color pages. Holy hell. That's a lot of thank yous. Visit Amazon Office Depot or Canon.USA slash Megatank. I am living at Office Depot printing out these thank you cards. You know, the quantity of copies you can change. I, I, I go highest quality, and I didn't realize that you could get more than about 15 cards anymore. You go highest quality? 6,000, huh? I go fast draft. It's draft. Don't use up mine. All right. Uh, anything else, Solana? That's it? We're good.
Did Solana say Office Depot? Whoa, that is crazy. Always having fun on the Hawk and Crowder Show weekdays from 3 to 6 right here on 560 The Joe. Once again, happy anniversary to my man Channing Crowder for his one shining interception. If you're going to get one in the NFL, might as well be against the GOAT. Tom Brady, 10 years ago today. A lot of big anniversaries in the Miami sports world on this day in history. Vinny Testaverde wins the Heisman Trophy, 1986. This one, not so good, though. I hit you with the good, then I got to hit you with the bad. Jerry Rice catches his record 101st touchdown versus Miami in San Francisco. The 49ers route the Dolphins in 1992. Okay, still feeling good, though, because Channing Crowder's interception, Dolphins beat the Patriots 10 years ago, nonetheless. Always fun, and always fun with Hawk and Crowder. That's why on Fridays we have the tradition of Hawkman highlights and Crowder crowd pleasers kind of encapsulating the week that was. Here it is. Hawkman, 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 Hawkman. Crowder, 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 what about those damn macaroons? That's terrible. a terrible, terrible. <laughs> Ooh, un crowd or crowd pleaser. Hi. Yeah, they're too hard. They're hard as hell. They're too hard. Hold it on the flower, Amos. Hawksman highlights. Somebody texts in, how is every single one of Hawks takes so bad? It's a gift. Ooh, that's crucial right there. Me encanta ese highlight. I don't think being born was that damn impressive. But it, I it's, think it was it's... awesome that my mom got my big ass head out of, out, out of her. What? Going after him. Got him. Oh, he got the football. But he picked off. Channing Crowder with an interception at the 38-yard line. And this football game is all but over. The Miami Dolphins have come from a 14-point deficit to beat the New England Patriots. 22-21 here at Landshark Stadium. I'm, I'm pleased. Now that's a crowd pleaser. Who has more fun than us? Nobody. Join Hockman, Crowder, Solana, and myself weekdays from 3 to 6, then hang around from 6 to 7 for the show you're listening to now, The Best of the Joe Show. If you want to hear those Hawkman highlights, crowd or crowd pleasers again, or anything that you hear on this radio station again, all you have to do, go to our website, wqam.com, and download the podcast. You can also go wherever you get your podcast for absolutely free, not to mention the radio.com app, which is also absolutely free. As I told you, when I finish up here at the radio station, I'm heading out to the Heat game. Then I'm going to walk around Wynwood and take in some Art Basel. The Heat looking to rebound after losing the other night. Here's some highlights to get your juices flowing for the Heat. Justice still on the dribble. And Justice just about gave it away. Jimmy Butler's got it. He'll put up a tough shot. Butler oh, nails it from downtown. Jimmy Butler is a shot clock running out right in front of his own bench. He just slams it in. Hero up top, open for the three. Got it from beyond the arc. Tyler Hero gives Miami a 10-point lead for the first time here this evening. The Heat now 5 of 12 from downtown. Great backdoor Jimmy Butler, and he is fouled there on the backdoor by Jalen Brown. Slammed it in with two hands, and the Heat have clawed their way back into this game. And Jimmy Butler now getting to go to the free throw line, being very aggressive. Kemba Walker in the front court. Goes right side, open for the three, got it to go. That should be the icing on the cake now, a 20-point lead with 2.38 left to go. 
Kemba Walker, 25 points and five trays in this ballgame. Miami, they'll inbound the ball. Duncan Robinson in the backcourt, and that will be the ballgame. Final score, Boston 112, Miami 93. Yeah, that was a tough one against a tough team, Boston. We were coming off a back-to-back. The tables are turned tonight, though. The Wizards coming off a back-to-back. They did win last night, but we will be a little more fresh, I believe. And I also believe the Heat will prevail. They won the one game I went to earlier this year, opening night against Memphis. So why not let me be the good luck charm as I will be there tonight? Jimmy Butler had a couple of things to say about the Heat front office, how things are just kicking in stride. Look, I'm just here to hoop. I'll let uh, Coach Patty, Coach Spo, and uh, everybody else in the front office handle all of that. I just know that I wanted to be here. I am here. And uh, whatever we do do, if we stick with this team, our job is still to win. You know, we lock in on the right now, and then we'll worry about the future when that gets here. So remember, the Heat going to be playing the Wizards tonight. Tip-off is at 8 o'clock. Hopefully traffic isn't all that bad, and you can get there or you can get home and enjoy the game. Going to be enjoying the Dolphins. They're taking on the Jets. Big rivalry game up in New York this Sunday, 1 o'clock. Pre-game, post-game, whole game right here on 560 The Joe. Brian Flores, he held a press conference earlier talking about what is one or two guys who he really is i mean i can name a couple a couple guys but it's not you know a one-man show i think it's you know entire staff you know we have a really good personnel staff here um they do a good job of uncovering guys and um you know, I, i'm not gonna sit here and say i'm 100 on on uh, uh draft picks or free agents or no one is but um you know having that background i think helps me a lot and but again, it's a team collective effort. You know, I, it wasn't me who found you know any specific player. Um, but you know, you, I think the, the, that part of it is about uh, you know having strong opinions on players and um, being able to forecast and predict what guys are going to do. And um, you know, I, I guess I feel confident in, in, in that area um, as well as uh, I feel confident in our staff to. to, to to get that part of it right. Speaking of draft picks, no one knows exactly what Tua Tagovailoa will do. He's kind of weighing his options. He did hold a press conference earlier this week concerning his future. I know a lot of people in Miami have been saying tank for Tua for a while. Eh, there's been a couple tips and turns in there, but let's hear from Tua Tagovailoa earlier this week at his press conference. Let's say once you get your feedback, that the feedback's that it looks like you're still a top 10, top 15 draft pick. If that's the case, like top 10, top 15, worst case scenario, would it be tough to, to pass that up? Yeah, I think that'd be tough to pass up. Um, but I think there's there's a lot more to it than 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 that in some, some aspects. Um, you know, I, I don't want to say too much um, you know, because... I guess, you know, what me and my family talk about, they kind of want it to be just with me and my family. So that's all I can say about that. We'll see if Tua makes his way down to Miami or not. Should be exciting. Nonetheless, heat game tonight, Dolphins game this weekend. Hurricanes are done for a while till their bowl game, but we're never finished here. We're going to keep bringing you the best sports in all of South Florida and the best of the Joe Show weekdays from 6 to 7. I'm getting out of here. I'm going to the heat game. Then I'm hitting up Winwood for Art Basel. If I see you out there, I will give you a big hug, no matter guy or girl, because I love you like that. I'm Dan Day. This is the Best of the Joe Show. Later, slug. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. 
news. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.